cheers. What are we cheersing to at Cinco de Drinco? Oh, dude, huh. straight water. <laughs> we got coffee, we got tequila. What do we want? Hold on, let's well, see. I got a mini bar here. <laughs> oh my God, that little they $10 the tem- beer got the, he got. They got the temptation kit in the mini bar. Hey, listen, if you dig it into kit. that, you, hey, listen, just say no. If you dig it into that, just say you making a bad decision. <laughs> you got the, no, listen, listen, look, look. If you can get to that, then you probably making a good decision. <laughs> That's the no. idea. That's the key. Have you ever used Hey-o. one of those intimacy kits? <laughs> Have you ever used one of those intimacy Like in a bind, in a bind. It's like, you got a little shorty in your room. You're just like, damn it. Okay, here we are. We've got the wine maker <laughs> on We're here. We're just talking with you. Nah, I'm like, y'all, y'all Not- kind of set me up. Y'all just, Not consuming any alcohol on a uh, single day drink out. Anyways. No, we're consuming alcohol. Hold on. I was going through the mini bar. Allie, hold on. Trying to find what we got. I'm just bring it out. So, hold on. We got Modelo. I would go Bud Light, but we, you know, where apparently Bud Light's not cool. I mean, I'm just kidding. Bud Light's <laughs> awesome. Fully support them. This is all about Mexico and Mexican beer. It's not even a real holiday. That's the problem. Everything's a holiday. Okay. Everything's a holiday. That shows Richard you Arizona. Jefferson, no bottle Channing cap. Fry. Yo. Nas Reed is our guest. Welcome, Nas. Did you have any clue that this is what you would be walking into? <laughs> uh, no, but I, I'm all for it. Let's go. <laughs> all for the temptation right kid or the just kidding. Where you at right now? You in Mexico? I'm in Minnesota still. Ew. Why? Ew. Ew. I, what the fuck? I got a uh I got a uh doctor's appointment on Monday to uh, check on my cast, see if I can take it off or not. So I'm just okay. I just been chilling here until then. It's probably not bad there now, right? No, not that bad. It's kind of getting hot, though. It's not, it's not bad. Yeah, humidity and them bugs. Ooh, gross. He went to LSU. He's seen all the humidity and <laughs> yeah, all the bugs. All the bugs. All the bugs. I'm not a bug guy. No. Nah, no. Most private school kids aren't. Nas, before we dive into all the hoops, we want to get the latest from you uh, and what you think of the playoffs, et cetera. But first, how are you doing? How's the wrist? Uh, tough ending for you, for sure. Yeah, I mean, um, I've been pretty good since that uh, situation. Uh, no complaints. I mean, it just uh, sucks, you know, not, not being able to get a chance to play in the, this year's playoffs and uh, get a chance to compete with my teammates and things like that. It was tough. Uh, you know, it was times where we struggled, and I felt like, you know, if, if somebody was in that predicament, you know, I could try to do what I could do to make something happen. So, uh I mean, and then as for the wrist, I mean, it's been getting better. Uh, it doesn't really feel like uh, much pain at all right now, but we'll see on Monday how they, what they say about the this the scan. Did you put? Do you have to put pins in your wrist? Did you have that that injury? Uh, I just have one screw. Oh, one screw. Yeah, I had the same shitty. Man, thing. You could have played through that. <laughs> if this was nineteen eighties. They would have let you play through that. Two thousand and twenties. You're so you're uh, fucking. Soft. Wait, wait. Okay, serious question, because you have always been good and just waiting for your opportunity. And I know Cat got injured early. Before you bust your wrist, you were on a tear. So what happened? Like, what happened? And I have my opinion, but you're on the team, so obviously yours is a little bit better than mine. <laughs> what happened where you were like, oh, oh, I could just go get twenty two? Like, what happened there with your mentality? I just. My teammates installed more confidence in me. Like it started to, uh, it started to really seem like to me like 
you know, I really had a role in it. Like, I had the support, and it was just like everything I could ask for in that moment. I was just going out there to do what I do best, and they were supporting me to do that, and then we were also winning at that moment. So it was just like, well, I'm just going to do whatever I got to do in that game, whether it was scoring, rebounding, blocking shots, whatever situation uh, provided, I was going to go out there and do it. All right, my my second question would be like, Anthony Edwards, we've always seen, he's always been, to me, top three, one of the most talented kids in the league, right? Uh-huh, for sure. But like, what happened this year where he went from, you know, guy trying to figure it out to guy going, oh, I'm up there with the best of the best? It's just, it was a matter of time for him, actually. I mean, everybody's seen it come. I've been with him all three of his years of his career. Uh, you know, you just, you see the growth uh, from year one to now, I mean, He's a tremendous player on and off the floor. He's like one of the smartest guys, you know. He's like he's he's him. Like he doesn't try to sugarcoat or uh, you know pretend for anybody. And that's I feel like that was a main part of it, which was his character. Okay, so look, look, look. We are going to get a lot of money this year. We, and by I mean we, I mean Nas, me, <laughs> you, everybody's getting a lot of money. We getting a lot of money this year, and I had the pleasure of doing your game. I think it was Phoenix, Golden State, where you went big both games. I'm trying to remember. Was it Golden State that you was killing them? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, no, yeah, you think. Yeah. I might have changed. Yeah. what was your career high? What, 33? Well, yeah, what game? Against it, 33. Against yeah. Kevin? <laughs> Against Kevin. Okay. okay, so my point <laughs> look, look. My, my point is, is that where is it that you want to continue improving your game? Because I've watched you. It's like versatile, run, shoot. You know, what is the area of your game? Because a lot of guys, and you know this, you've been in this league long enough and you're about to get your money. A lot of guys get their money and they get full. And so that money starts to get to the end, like last year or so, then they want that next check. What is it in your game that you want to continue to grow on? It don't matter if you got $0 in the bank or if you're the richest man alive. What is the thing that you want to continue to get better at? I would say, like, it's a few things. I mean, it's, I would say my knowledge for the game, I feel like I don't know it all yet. Uh, and then, like, on the court is just a defensive. Uh, I feel like, you know, my offense is there already. I mean, obviously, I'm going to keep sharpening that tool. But I feel like defense, I feel like if I'm on the defensive end and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do or, you know, stopping a guy in front of me guarding multiple positions, you know, a sky is the limit at that point. You don't know what could happen. So uh, I definitely say my defense abilities. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fair. Channing, I mean, Channing, Channing never said that. Kenny never said that. Just FYI, he never talked about his defense ever. Listen, Nas, you could shoot, but you couldn't shoot it like me. Listen, I'm gonna say that right now. When you got this flamethrower, you know, listen, you can't do everything for everybody. All right, that's too much. Listen, some people are some people are swordsmen. Some people are bow and arrow people. I'm in the back. Did you say bow and arrow people? Bow and yeah, yeah, listen. Oh, Richard was a grunt. He was a dude in the front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, had, I had my sword out leading the motherfucking charge. Richard had a little first. sword. The big Richard sword. I had, the fucking, I had the big, big, <laughs> huge Excalibur motherfucker. Fucking <laughs> yeah, you were the first to go. I'm chilling. Look, at, look at Richard, big dumb nah, ass. It was me. It was me. I was Jon Snow taking on that whole fucking army by myself. That was me. You know, he died. died. Jon Snow lived, bro. He had a witch bring him back. I think. Was it a witch? Was it a witch? Juju on you? 
We talking to my man from LSU. You don't want the bad juju on you now. <laughs> oh Be from, Black Magic. Be from Jersey. Okay, so I want to know the truth. Was I your first, second, or third favorite player for the Nets in in '09? You look like a big Keith Van Horn guy. I don't even think I was, <laughs> I don't even think I was watching basketball. Oh, damn! Like I was, I grew up, I grew up in a football family, so you know, all I was watching was football for real. And then, uh, who's your football team? I don't even have one now. I really just watch it just to just to watch. Oh, Enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then, who? When did you start? Tell us that story, man. Like, because if you if you come up in a football family, obviously, like Jersey area, New York, tons of basketball. Where is it that you kind of like, all right, this is what I'm going to start doing. Was it friends? Was it older brothers? Like, what was it? I mean, so uh, my father is my football coach. So, uh, you know, I was playing football and then I broke my hand. And then uh, my mom, you know, my mom, mom's run the house no matter, no matter what the father said. Mom's run the house. She has the last thing. So uh, I broke my hand. My mom, she didn't want me to play football anymore. Uh, I had a friend. Uh, he played multiple sports. Every season he played, uh, he played basketball. It was like a bitty basketball league at the time. I was like in uh, fifth grade, fourth, fifth grade. Uh, I was on a bitty basketball team. He invited me to play on the team. At first, I didn't like it because I was the tallest person. And I ain't, like I was, I was shy. I really, really like you know, I wasn't really outgoing things like that. And everybody knows that I could dunk, so they're telling me to dunk. But I'm like, I don't know how to dunk. Like it was just in a, fifth grade. Yeah, like I, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, 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 <laughs> It was a bitty league, so the rim was lower. It was the rim was lower. Oh, oh, okay. It was I like, said, what in the fuck? <laughs> nah, it was it's like in the fifth grade. What they got down there? Oh, nah, it was like it was like New Jersey. What they got up there? It was like six feet. Oh, okay. okay. Not too bad. Oh, but that's it was not bad. Thing. Yeah, the first time I tried, I got a rim graze. Like it was just like a whole, whole thing. I'm just like, bro, I've never played basketball. Like it was embarrassing. Like so then, uh, I mean, I just kept going. Uh, to go on, that was actually going with him just to go for fun at that point. And then uh, I started to work out with him and his father. Uh, and then from there, like, I started playing AAU. And just, well, how old were you when you first started playing? Like, first started, like, like you were like, okay, I'm going to play. Uh, I think, like, my sixth or seventh grade, I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. I took it serious. Uh, I was on the team, Sports U. Uh, with Javon Quinterly, couple Lewis King, like a couple other guys, uh, you know, that I've known for a long time, and uh, you know, I, they kind of got me to really commit to basketball, and because it was, it was like a brotherhood, and then like actually wanted to start being there and actually playing for them for myself, you know, things like that. How much did LSU pay you to go there? You said what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. He probably got as much as all the football players do. Probably similar no. number. Probably no, similar ish. number. Right? Ish, who, gets, who gets paid more? The football team or the basketball team circa 1819? So you don't know. You don't know who gets paid more. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dive into some of that research because at Arizona. We we have never done anything inappropriate to ever paid any players. So um, yeah, we're just curious. It was just for our own personal knowledge. No one's listening. <laughs> have you been what? Wait, have you been watching the playoffs so far? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, right now, 
who do you think if yeah, during what's the stupid, playoffs, what who's stupid the best? shit are you about to say? Which I'm not stupid. It's a good question. What mute yourself, motherfucker. Mute. <laughs> Fine. MVP right now for the playoffs. For the playoffs? I'll probably go I want to say Steph on the low. He's been killing. I mean, it ain't that low. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it ain't that low. The only reason I'm saying that on the low because I'm kind of interested in somebody else. But, uh, yeah, I think it's definitely Steph. Okay. So, no Wait, my, no Jimmy Butler. No Jalen uh, Brunson. I mean, yeah. But, like, I don't know. No. I, I guess I'm – I don't know. I just feel like Steph is really, like, doing he's doing his thing for real. Hey, Road Trippers. Our next partner has a product we're personally using every day. We're all taking Athletic Greens because we want more energy, better immune systems, and we all got tired of taking all the pills and vitamins. Do you want to see what the hype is all about? Well, I got you. It's obvious. Every scoop of AG1 tastes great, and it helps us to feel our best in the morning to get the day started. We've got that peace of mind, knowing that we're beginning every day with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, and even probiotics. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every morning. That's it. It's super easy. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your own health. So we want to make it easy for you. Over at Athletic Greens, they're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do, go head over to athleticgreens.com slash roadtripping, take ownership over your health, and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance today. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash roadtripping and get started today. Hey, road trippers, if you're like me, you're looking to catch your favorite teams and concerts live and in person, you need to download the Game Time app. Richard Channing, and as I mentioned myself, we're always looking for the best prices on game tickets, and we're usually buying them on the day of the event. We don't have to stress, though, if our gamer event is starting in a few hours. That's actually the best time to buy, thanks to the Game Time app. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater shows near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guaranteed, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun that you're about to have. We love the added perks of the Game Time app, including flash deals, last-minute tickets, the seating map feature with panoramic views from your desired ticket location, and their lowest price guaranteed. That's right. If you find tickets in the same section row for less, Game Time will credit your account 110% of the difference. Once you find the seats you want, you're just two taps away from getting tickets sent directly to your phone. It truly is that easy. So snag your next set of tickets without the stress on Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code ROADTRIPPIN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code ROADTRIPPIN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, Road Trippers, spring is here. It's time to get your fit right for this warmer weather. Get yourself some gear that's meant to last. Our friends over at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun with premium polarized shades, customized snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays, it's an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. They've got durable frames, extremely clear optics for all of your outdoor adventures, whatever that may look like. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by their lost and broken replacements, meaning if you're like me and lose or break a pair, even on the first day, they'll send you a new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. Now with Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they've donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. If you don't like them, you can exchange for a new pair as well or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Again, as I mentioned, their team, they've always got your back. 
And here's an exclusive offer for all of you road trippers out there. Shady Rays, it's giving you their best deal yet. All you have to do is go over to ShadyRays.com, use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN for 50%, that is 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 200,000 people online. It's ShadyRays.com. Enter the promo code ROADTRIPPIN. When it comes to, obviously, you were a part of playing in your series against the Nuggets. But when we obviously see the Nuggets up 2-0 right now in the Suns, game three is coming tonight. What's kind of your evaluation, your observation with the Nuggets? Um, I feel as though, like, in the past, people would say, like, uh, they were a team where they would, you know, be number one seed throughout the whole year. And then, you know, in the playoffs, wouldn't complete the ultimate goal. But I feel as though, like, we're seeing, like, uh, the growth within that team and then, like, the leadership in Jokic and uh, how everybody's playing and feeding off of him and things like that. And then Jamal Murray is going out there killing. Like, I feel as though it's, like, you see a growth, a growth uh, from the past, you know, two years. Do you guys think it's more about what the Nuggets are great at right now or maybe what the Suns just don't have? It's what the, every it's team, it's 100% what the Suns don't have. Right. It's 100% what the Suns don't have. The Suns might as well just bring five people in a water jug and use well, all them timeouts. They're not using no bench. <laughs> like, they look down at the bench like, shit, nah, oh, come on. Timeout. Go sit. I'll tell you what, this this is my humble opinion. If you were to take KD and Devin Booger, Booger Devin Booker Damn, off, of, it's, the, it's the Modelo, bro. It's 9 a.m. <laughs> uh, if you take Kevin Durant and Devin Booker off the Phoenix Suns and you take Jokic, you, let's see, Jamal you take Murray. Jokic, no, Jamal Murray, and I'll even give you one more. If you take Michael Porter Jr. off, right, and you swap them, I, I think – I don't think there's a difference. Like the depth that the Phoenix are that the Golden God Jesus, what is wrong with me? I'm fucking tired. One the depth, time. the depth that the Denver Nuggets has is elite. I just think it's tough for me to really like look at the Suns. And I'm from we're feet, we're Phoenicians. Richard and I are from Phoenix. Listen, like I just don't know why bring in Terrence Ross or bring in TJ Warren or have those guys and not give them an opportunity to go bump a little bit, right? Like I just. You can't. That's why Chris Paul, you know, getting hurt again. I think it's just too many minutes for all those dudes to sustain against a team like Denver, right? Also, like, you don't give a guy like they have enough defenders to throw three, four, five guys on KD and on Booker and interchange, right? Where KD got to guard three, four, five guys. That's exhausting. Like, it just to me, it's just. You gotta use your bench, even if you lose game one. Just like, hey, we're getting these other four people, three people ready. Yeah, I think that's a fact. Like, even though those guys are, you know, veterans, I feel like, you know, that stuff like that kind of messes with someone's confidence, or, you know, someone in a predicament of predicament of mine. I would say, like, just you know, that's that's kind of tough for someone having to just stay ready and not understand or know when they get the opportunity. So. I mean, even though, like I said, even though those events, it's like, I understand what you're saying. We're coming from at that moment. Yeah, well, let change. Let, let, let me give you some, let me give you some numbers because I'm about to do the game tonight. This is part of the reason why you stop playing, motherfuckers, right? Damian Lee. Damian Lee. Fucking one for seven from three to open the series. 44% on the season. He's one for seven, right? Shaman is shooting 26%. Lee is shooting 20%. So, like, for coaches... There's two sides to it. It's like, do we keep pushing them out there? Or do we just say, like, screw it. Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and these guys are shooting. 
X amount, you know, shooting 40%. They're doing this. So it's like, how many minutes can you allow a guy that's shooting 26 and 20%? Because it's going to go like this. Like the lead is going to keep getting bigger if you're the Denver Nuggets. And so you can't just take, like, those guys have to play better if you want Kevin Durant and them to sit more. That's the problem, in my humble how opinion. How much of this, how much I, of I this, when you talk work. about those numbers, though, is a reflection, too, of this team having not spent a lot of time together? And you talk about two ball-dominant guys that want and need the ball in their hands. And that opportunity not being there for a Damian Lee or a Shamit to catch any kind of rhythm. Oh, not an excuse. I'm just asking. I'm just I'm asking. Uh, I feel like all both like like you like you like I said I feel like you know when you get in that predicament it's a confidence thing but also once you get in that predicament like I feel like especially now the playoffs you have to produce so it's like I, I feel both I feel both sides yeah to me right you look at Shaman and Lee they are movers right for the most part right they're they're screen and roll shaking it like shaking up off the corner they're moving in this system when book or KD get it most of the time they are just standing still Denver has good enough defenders where they don't have time to like catch the ball and get a good shot up right and it's because the closeouts are a little harder the closeouts are better so this is a compliment to Denver but like when you put your bench in you can't run the same plays you do as with the starters Richard knows this. So if you're if your bench doesn't have Richard, remember we came off the bench. We were playing Toronto in 2016. We ran that one play for a whole quarter. Yeah, one play that play. was the, the bench's play. Where yeah. It was like what I don't know what it was. We scored like we scored action. like we scored like eleven out of like thirteen plays in a row. And we were down twenty and <laughs> on we kept one back play. on one play. Hit him hit him every but that also like, helped when you have Braun. Yeah, it, it doesn't hurt. But like when when you put in your bench guys, if they don't, and Nas can attest to this, if you don't have a different set of plays for your style and the bench's style, you can't play like the starters. They just can't. They got to run more action, right? If you got a dog in the, coming off the bench, you got to go to the dog. But like, who is that dog coming off of Phoenix's bench, or who's that guy that goes here when you're in the game? Go. They don't have like number one. They don't have that dude. But they have to instill, like, that's what I'm saying. T.J. Warren can go get a bucket, as far as I know. Terrence Ross can run off them pin downs, create an action. you got to use them so that they create actions. They need, they, need more, they need more basketball players and less shooters. That's what they have. When I say basketball players, like, yeah. I know we talked about, like, Josh Hart. Josh Hart's a basketball player. There is nobody in the league that's like, Josh Hart is a bad motherfucker. Nobody's like, oh, man, you better watch out for Josh Hart. But you get Josh Hart in the game, in an important game, and it feels like you're talking about Josh Hart at the end of the game because he does so many things, defends, rebounds. He'll make a shot. He'll he'll take a charge. He'll die. Like It's like right now you have, like, Lee – Shamit, those guys, I'm sorry. They got to shoot the ball better. They know that. Campaign. They, they, campaign, they, they got to shoot the ball better. Yeah, that's what, that's all That's all it is. Look, how did the Lakers win? How many different – Ali. So, Ali does uh, uh, TV for Lakers. How many different uh, uh, leading scores did the Lakers have in the first round? Five. Five different leading scores in six games. This is what LeBron and AD out there. That shows balance. That's part of the reason why they won Phoenix ain't got that balance. Not yet. Phoenix doesn't have that balance. Okay, let's go on to uh, Philly Celtics. Obviously, 1-1, heading back to Philly. 
Nas, I want your thoughts on this. Um, 45 point performance in game one, Philly steals home court advantage. Game two, a bit different, 34 point loss. Joel does return from injury, 15 points in his 26 minutes played. Do you think that this series is shading more towards game one and how this is going to shape up the rest of the way or a game two kind of feel? What's your vibe? And congrats, by the way, not even a sidebar. Congratulations to Joel Embiid for his MVP. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, I kind of feel like it's really tough to say. I feel like Joel ain't really uh, – he, he wasn't Joel the last game, so – Kind of feel like it's tough mm-hmm. to say. I mean, once he's Joel and you know doing the things he's he's uh, he's known to do, uh, I feel like probably feel like kind of headed towards Philly's way. I like I someone mm-hmm. said before. Like I, I mean, I don't think I, I wouldn't say he can't get going, but I feel like if Jason Tatum doesn't really like assert himself like we're supposed to, I feel like they they could really lose that uh, series. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us why you have Giannis? Uh, and Joker over Embiid for MVP. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <messing. laughs> He's like, wait, I didn't say that. I'm just we're just messing. We're just messing around. He didn't say that. He didn't say. Channing said that. If no, no, no. If you were, if you were going to play with one of those three players, which one would you want to play with? Because of the style of play. Going with Jokic because I everyone says Jokic as yeah, you like, should. Yeah, yes. Like, I mean, playing with Giannis ain't bad now. No, nah, for sure. But I just know I'm gonna get the ball. <laughs> like, oh, wow. get the ball. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. People are like, who would you rather play with? Uh, you know, you know, Jason Kidd or Allen Iverson? And it's like, dude, AI is amazing, but fuck, Jay Kidd. Yes, Channing. The only reason why you're sitting here today is because of Steve Nash. Okay. Nas, what, when, you talk, when, you that, when you answer that question about wanting to get the ball, and Rich talked about, obviously, what's upcoming for you this summer, like, what's your approach going into free agency? It's beautiful weather in Portland, I'm going to tell you that. Beautiful weather out here right now. Yeah, but no win. But no win. Uh, that's why we need to get a good free agent like that. That's all right. Listen. We, bitch? I mean. I say we wherever city I'm in. Okay. I mean, I really just go to the free agency with an open mind. Like, I, this is my first free agency. I've never experienced it before. Like, it's like, I mean, I know what's coming, but I don't know what's coming. It's kind of, I'm trying to kind of keep it like, I don't want to think about it. Just whatever happens, happens. Like, uh, I mean, of course I'm excited, obviously, but, uh, you know, it's a lot of factors that go into it where, you know, it's like, it's a business, but, you know, kind of want to stay where you belong. Yeah, you belong you where, get you that belong damn wherever check. they pay you. you wherever get they pay that you, bro. Damn bro, check. I, Fuck listen, that. I know you got some OGs. I know you got some OGs. We we listen. Take that money, bro. Take that money. You, it'll work out in it'll the work, end. Trust yes, me. Yeah, yeah. It'll work <laughs> out. It'll end. work out in the end. Like, oh, it, 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 listen, listen. This is the thing. If Minnesota says, "Listen, we have one million dollars for you," we're just making up numbers because I don't want to put any mu- num- number on it. We have one million dollars. If if Shanghai Sharks say we have one million dollars plus one dollar, bro, get on a plane and go to Shanghai. <laughs> take that no, no, take that. A better example. A, better example. You, you, okay. still, you still need to have standards for yourself. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's, in a, it's in an elevated point we're trying to make. Just take Can the you bag. Back up. 
I can't because it's like this is it's a, it's tough because of all the the extracurricular stuff in the background. Oh my god! Get out of here! You get out of here! Should we open up that kit? The ten? No, the, god. we shouldn't open. No, it's look. It's a no. It's a temptation what else lovers can kit. Can you share with us or any charities? Anything that you're working on? Nasri, the man himself. We love giving our our viewers and our listeners all the info. Uh, for sure. I mean, uh, working on doing a camp. Or not a camp, but, you know, something you know, small where I get to give back to our two boys and girls club in my, in my, to my city. Uh, I, I, like, attended that when I was growing up, so I kind of know how it feels and uh, how the support is there. And, uh, you know, I kind of want to be able to show that, you know, somebody in your predicament can make it out, too. Like, you just go out, go out there and put your best effort and find out what, what you're best at. Um, but other than that, no, I mean, I'm just chilling. Get ready to get right and worried about focus it. on the bag. Focus yeah. on the bag. The weather's coming. Yeah, yeah you got nowhere to be till yeah. September. A couple things. One, if you were to do focus it in Jersey, if you were to do it in Jersey, it listen in to me. Glass. If you were to do it in Jersey, or if you were to do it in New York, let me know. I 100% would show up. You know, during the summer, and you know, if you're doing a basketball camp, show some love. Number two, the most important part of the season every single year is the off season. Right. The most important you have to work harder during the off season, get your off season stuff, pick one, maybe two things that you're going to work on that you want to improve on. Fucking go get it, because I tell every year you're a free agent. And the reason why every single year you're a free agent is because your money is not starting this year. It's because of the work that you've put in for three years and your money has gone up every single year, every single year, your money has gone up. So technically you've been earning value every single year and now it's time to, you know, get the money. So even after you sign this deal, you are a free agent. Why are you a free agent? Because next year they're going to judge you and then the next year they're going to judge you and then it's going to come time where they're time to pay you. And so if they're like, well, he had one good year, two shitty years and one good year, that's going to affect your money. That's going to affect your money. If it's like, look, every year he was consistent or got incrementally better, however small, but he got better and kept working, we're going to pay him like that. So just remember that. You're always a free agent. Always work with that mindset. 100%. Yeah. And Any then don't listen to anything that, anything that Channing says. Don't listen to anything that Channing says. Hey, guys, let's just go out there and have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> Win, lose, or draw. Any questions uh, for the guys before we let you go? Any thoughts? Uh, I mean, I kind of want to listen to how like how y'all story went, like how y'all you know came from wherever you said oh. that was in it to Channing. Uh, Channing was a oh. super rich private school kid. Uh, we both grew up in Phoenix. We both grew up in Phoenix. He was seven. He was six foot nine at twelve, and and he was younger than me. He lying bitch. He was younger than me, so he grew up in Chandler, Arizona. I grew up on the west side of Glendale, Phoenix area, and when I was a senior. And I was the man. Uh, I met him. He was taller than me. He was a freshman. And then after that, I was just like, hey, listen, you stick by my side, kid. I'll show you the way. So <laughs> I want to stay championship. And he want to stay championship. I went yeah, to yeah, Arizona. He I went to Arizona. I was McDonald's All-American. He didn't, he didn't follow that path. He didn't follow that path. But he came to Arizona as like a walk-on. And then he ended up being a scholarship <laughs> player after that. And then, you know, I went to Jersey and he saw how well that was going for me. So he got drafted by the Knicks. It's just, it was just like, he's been following me the whole time. But go ahead, tell your version, Tanning. 
<laughs> I like how there's a sprinkling of truth in there somewhere. <laughs> there's a sprinkling of truth. And I almost was a walk-on, by the way. Uh, yeah, dude, literally. Like, I was making that I wasn't up. that I good. That I grew a lot. I grew up, I grew a lot. Like, I was growing two inches every year. So, like, I never had a chance. Like, the minute I stopped growing, I could, like, run backwards. So, imagine, like, every summer, like, I, I would have to sit in my house with, like, pee bags and, like, ice bags because my body hurt. Pee, like, peas. Like, pee, pee, pee bags? What kind of weird shit no, you in? Oh, like, pee, pee. Pee, pee, little pee pee boy. P E A S, little P A. But then I just kept working, right? And so obviously I met Richard, and Richard gave me some dumbass advice. So I was like, you know, I got an opportunity to play uh, like in this pickup game with like Jason Kidd, Antonio McDice, Richard. And I was like, shit, these are pros. And like, I suck, but at least I'm here. I'm getting invited. So I just kept working and working. Went to U of A, didn't start my first two years. Until my teammate tried to steal something from a mall. (laughs) (laughs) Which is true. Right. But then I had Papa Fox. Right. And then I was just ready. And then my junior year, we were trash, but I was good. And then (laughs) it was statistically, it was my best year. But like when I walked into the office, like Coach O, our coach was like, You had a great year. You're a pro. But like, do you want to leave like this? And I was like, Shit, no. So I stayed my senior year, kept working. And uh, literally before the tournament, they were like, you're going to get drafted late first round. Probably like they were saying like 28 to 45. I was going to get drafted. And then uh, I had a good tournament. And then ended up did going. You know? <clears throat> did you know? Did you know? Did you know? Did you have I did. a good I mean, tournament? Just not. I, I don't know if you're familiar with Nas Channing. 24 turn- and 12 and three yeah. is not bad. No, it's good. It's great. Three is not bad. The only problem was so that they were up 14 with four minutes to go, and then Darren Williams went on an epic comeback, and so they lost the game. So, yeah, it's not. So you I can lost talk about like, your number. Talk about your numbers, but okay. We lost to a NBA-level all-star guard. My bad. My bad. <laughs> he was still big Darren Williams Basically, at that time. Nas, the moral to the story and the answer that you wanted is that if these two guys can make it, you're going to be just You're going to be just fine. Oh, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> yes. yeah. You'll be fine. They didn't become NBA champions in their first go around. It actually took, it took a while. Year 17, year 13. But my favorite part about them is that they celebrated with the best of them and they fucking stuck with it all the way to the end. So yeah. keep doing you, my friend. Have fun, bro. Have fun. Maybe have you fun it goes fast. It has, I can't even, I don't know why I can't see. What is your name? What is your name? What a flex. What, what is your name? I couldn't, I was like, who the fuck Say is it. Barry Mokleaner. Barry my cock and her. Nah, well, well, again, Ali, I don't know why you knew that. Like, I don't know why you said that, but yeah, Barry. I mean, Mike. I work with you guys every. But but it's Ma- I saw McCulkin, or Ma- Ma- McCulkin, like Cuckold. Say it, Rich. Read Barry McCulkin near near year. Yeah, I, I know Richard. Talking. He don't. Hey, he need to go to the Zoolander School for kids who don't read too good. <laughs> Nas, thank you so much for joining us here on Road Tripping. Appreciate you, uh, Nas. Another edition. We've got another episode dropping tomorrow, previewing the Knicks and the Heat and the Lakers and the Warriors. Come back, Nas. Come hang out with us. Come fuck with us. Man.